that's the faded truth. Before you do anything, like, share, subscribe, ring the bell. Today I got Jared Ty Gwerder on the show, also known as the motherfucking savage from <laughs> Bellator MMA. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> so you're from Hawaii, correct? Correct. What part of Hawaii are you from? I'm from Oahu and Kaneohe on the East Coast. So you played football in high school? I played football in high school almost my whole life. Started when I was nine or ten. I got to hit a lot of people, so that was the best part. <laughs> Is that where your craziness started developing from yeah. football? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. all, the, all the head trauma. So in uh, high school, were you always getting into fights? Going into high school when everyone started figuring out that I, I fight in the off season, it all it all went none from there. So if you guys haven't seen him, this is his highlight reel. How do you even get into pro fighting? Like, what's the... Because Bellator is separate from pro, right? You could still be pro and not be in Bellator. Yes. Okay, so tell me about your journey to... Like, where was your first fight? Who got you into thinking that you could do this professionally? Football was my main thing. Like, I always thought I was going to be a pro, fo pro football player and get into NFL. Okay. I did very well in high school playing ball. You know, I, I was one of the top athletes. I needed something to keep myself from getting fat in the off season. You know, I always in off season it was kind of like, ah, oh, let's go to the beach and let's eat. It was actually my brother. He, he was always on that push me to kind of start training, and he was like, oh, you, it'll it'll complement football. You know, get your footwork going, and it just made me a better overall athlete. And uh, I did it for a while and I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of good at this stuff. You know? So you automatically went into training like MMA type style? Yes. Mixed martial arts development. It was one of the bigger top-notch gyms in Hawaii at the time and a bunch of hammers was out of that gym. Like we had a couple guys that was in the UFC that trained with us. My brother guys and his group of friends, they were always like, like yo, Ty's going to be able to beat your ass when you get older. You know? <laughs> like, he's like, you better watch out. Stop talking shit to him. What's your first pro fight that you've done? My first pro fight was actually showed in that video was that one in the boxing ring. That was okay. my first pro fight. Um, I had actually waited two years for that pro fight. Apparently, I had at least a dozen guys pull out against me because they didn't want to fight me. Really? Yeah. But did you have a record before? Because uh, I, I only saw you had like one thing on your amateur record, right? Yeah, a Is lot that... of them weren't sanctioned. Okay. So in Hawaii, <laughs> for some reason, they don't really put everything on. But you they're know? like, we know this guy fucked some people up back yeah, home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I probably had, you know, I had, I had several kickboxing fights and all smokers that really never, it was more exhibition stuff than anything. So they weren't real actual amateur fights, but. I guess you can kind of count it. I was sort of punching people in the face. Uh, yeah, going into my first fight, I had three MMA fights, amateur, and it was, they're all wars. And like a couple of those were, I probably had my face smashed in quite a bit. And I have some pretty good pictures where my face is cut up. Maybe the bitch filter makes me look good, even with a fucked up face. <laughs> What's your worst injury that you've gotten? What's your worst injury personally? First, tell me that. I, I tore my MCL back when I was a... MCL? 
Yeah, my MCL. What the fuck's an MCL? It's, well, you got the ACL, the yeah. PCL. The oh, I M- didn't know there was more CL. Yeah, I do got a couple <laughs> CLs in there. <laughs> I just hear ACL all yeah. the time. Well, when he told me it was a torn MCL, I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, cool. So it's not the really important one. Because <laughs> we don't know about the other Yeah, we two. don't even know about it. So. But the inside of your knee. So it would be the, Ooh. yeah, the inside part of that holds that structure. So what's your worst injury you've done to somebody else? I think I broke a dude's nose. Apparently, Isn't that I common though, or no? Yeah, it's pretty common in fighting. But c- because when you're kicking these people like that, <laughs> like I feel like you're breaking like a bone, <laughs> like their cheekbone or something. Yeah, you could actually do it. One of my buddies actually just fought uh, a couple weeks ago, and he just broke his orbital bone, took a knee, took a knee to the face, mm. an illegal knee. But so what happens if something illegal happens? Then uh, it's just a disqualification. Okay. Call the fight. So where do you get the nickname Savage from? actually got it in high school everyone was like oh ty's always he's always cleaning guys out he doesn't give a damn like i would always i was kind of notorious for legal hits in high school (laughs) i was was i was taking off whoever's head i could like if you were in front of me you better watch out head on the swivel once he got once he grew in 12th grade guys he he was just running through the fucking hallway yeah i was i don't know i kind of just got over i was like i'm not gonna be the nice guy screw this let's have fun and um when i came out here everyone's like oh yeah ty's a savage like he he busts his ass works hard and like ain't nothing stopping them you know like i always kind of had that mentality it's like you got to kill me to, to get me to stop like it's, it's just how it is right and everyone's like oh you're savage so i was like oh that's a nice ring to it so tell me the process of getting into like bellator how many pro fights do you have to win like is it so i was fortunate that i made a big splash when i came out so like i said it took me almost two years to make my pro debut and i there in that two years i almost thought about quitting fighting I was getting really impatient, just back to back, always trying to get a fight and someone pulls out. How many people dropped out? I think it was exactly 10. 10 people? 10 people pulled out. Damn, y'all should be a fucking shame to yourselves. (laughs) I understand picking your fights and whatnot, especially at an early stage of your career. What? Like, early stages, aren't you supposed to take whatever the fuck you could get anyway? Like, you kinda know what I mean? Of, yes, Like, let's of. do this shit. Like, yeah. if, you, if you can fight, then you should be going it's, in confidently. Yeah, that's the only way to step step on the scene is you got to take the first step and actually be down. My first fight, I took it on, like, three and a half weeks notice. It was a short notice. I was actually... <laughs> Fat. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. So I was still drinking at the time. I was actually in the middle of a San Diego Chargers uh, Kansas City preseason game. I was in the middle of smashing a, b- a beer and a burger, and my coach calls me. He's like, "Hey, uh, how's your weight?" You mean <laughs> after today? I don't know. Look at my look at my burger and my beer, and I was like, "Well, it's it's all right. What's up?" <laughs> he's like, "You want to fight in three and a half weeks?" I was like, "Yeah, let's get it. I'm down." So as soon as I get off the phone, I look at my boy. I'm like, "Bro." I just got a call for a fight. And he's looking at me, he's like, well, you better enjoy the rest of that burger and that <laughs> beer. My four fights, I off, I finished all of them in under two and a half minutes, you know, and which is pretty spectacular, I guess. It's <laughs> fucking humble ass. <laughs> Trying to be, sheesh. I guess it's okay that I knocked out people under two minutes. How long is a normal fight? Uh, 15 minutes total. So wow. unless it's a title fight, it'll be five, five rounds, five minutes each. So 25 minutes, but. Yeah, so I haven't made it through ha- half a round until my last fight. I had finished my last fight was my that one body kick you showed. It was 
uh, right after that fight, I got a call from one of my buddies who had been with a couple of the guys with Bellator watching the fight, and they actually made the deal that night, and they pulled through and was like, hey, you want to fight for Bellator? And nice. So I was really fortunate that same night I got got the call, you know, and signed the contract, what, a month later. Wow. So it, it was kind of a blessing, you know. So is Bellator yeah. like a form of... It's an organization. Okay, an organization. So a promotion, is it? yeah. So like, you got the UFC is their promotion. Right. Is that what I was gonna say? Bellator. Is the UFC separate? Yes. Okay. They're separate. So, but what you're doing and what you're doing is MMA, not UFC, correct? Yes, correct. What's so the difference? UFC is just a promotion, Ultimate Fighting Championship. It's like the NFL, National Football League. Oh, okay. So and then you got Canadian Football League with would be CFL. So that's what we would be like. Bellator is the CFL to to UFC. You wouldn't say, oh, I do UFC. Actually, I just yeah. always remember hearing that. So what does it take now to get... Is that what you're working towards? Or are you just... No, I'm happy where I'm Happy at. where you're at. Okay. Yeah, like, I don't see UFC as the uh, promotion that's bigger or more glorified or anything than where I'm at. It's the same level. It's just a different promotion. One promotes better than the other and one's more known than the other, you know? So wait, how long have you been in Bellator? Since December 19th. That was my debut with Bellator. Okay. And I signed in contract with them around October last year. Oh, September, okay. October. Yeah. So what's going on for this year? Because we're obviously shut down. Is that what's um, happening? Yeah. So they're having their first show this Friday. They're trying to bring it back slowly. They told me roughly August, September. I'm hoping for sooner. I'm kind of ready to go. I just... I was going to say, are you ready? I'm kind of just <laughs> I'm itching. I need to punch someone. How do you even decide that you want to... Just fuck people up for a living. Like, um, do you think you're a little bit crazy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you, all fighters all are crazy. Fighters That's my stigma. Crazy. Yeah. 100%. You, I dated like a wrestler slash boxer. Uh-huh. And that was like the craziest person I've ever met in my life. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so your four fights that you did do, they were all KOs, correct? Knockouts? Correct. Okay. One body kick, head kick. And then I saw, like, the punching one, too. How often does it happen that you hit somebody and they just fucking knock out? Like, do you uh, know the certain places to hit so that they knock out quick? Or is it just... I mean, you gotta obviously aim for the chin, but... But you know how some people is. are like, Ding! and then they can, like, make people pass out real quick? Is it like yeah, that? Like, that's like a pressure point, you know? <laughs> but that's some, that's some ancient Chinese stuff. Like, <laughs> nobody knows how to touch somebody <laughs> dead, you know? But... That'd be great in a fight. Yeah, I mean, what... maybe not kill them, but <laughs> just knock them out. You gotta be a different breed of people, for sure. To be okay with inflicting pain on people and be okay with it. Um, on yourself. Yeah, you know, like, but it's, you don't really think about that when you're locked in there, kind of thing. Like, the only thing I think, I think about is really, like, it's him or me, you know, at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, I also get paid or I don't. We get paid our full paycheck if we win. We get half our paycheck if we just show up to fight. And it's business. It's not like I don't got to hate you to punch you in the face. Like we do it at practice every day with my friends. <laughs> That's you know? what I'm thinking. Like, do you think of these, like that this person just like fucked your mom or something when you get up there so that you could get angry? Like, <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> Well, that that's, would be, like, a thing heavy. I think guys would, would think. Like, oh, this dude just, like, fuck my mom or something. Like, what else are you going to get mad over? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Some people got to go to a real dark place. I know I know some I people, they really got to be like, yeah, let's go to a dark place so I can beat your ass. But You're just like, I can do it for fun. Yeah, for me, it's fun. Like, 
we did it for fun anyway growing up. We got into fights growing up. It was kind of like, right. fine. What, you want to talk shit? Because let's go. <laughs> we'll step outside, all right? <laughs> and then shake hands after, and it's cool. So that's kind of how I see fighting. You know? Wow. Yeah. I'd be so mad if someone punched me in the face that, like, I couldn't be talking to them after. <laughs> oh, I get mad when people punch me in the nose. <laughs> you clip my nose and it's just some type of way. I'm like, oh, it's on. <laughs> punch me anywhere else. What is the normal pay off these fights? Like, can you survive? I know you're young, so mm. 25, right? Yes. Okay, so can you survive, like, long-term on this salary that they're giving you? I feel like the guys that are actually making money are the guys that's been around, like, the top 10 Okay. Top 15. And those are the guys that are making, you know, maybe a little over 40K just to show up for a fight, you know? Um, and if, you know, a lot of times our pay is like, so if your show is 40, you get paid 40 if you win again. So it's 80K in that fight if you win and make weight. So those guys, obviously, you can make it off 80K right. a year and you fight two, three times a year. Oh, because you're only fighting a couple times a year. Yes. Gotcha. So you could make a make a living off of it. And there is fighters that don't get paid as well on the come up. So a lot of us have full-time jobs on the side or mm-hmm. something part-time. But, you know, and some people are fortunate enough to get sponsors and be able to just live off their sponsorships and, right. and just train. I was fortunate to just save some money, worked a whole lot, and then I quit my job, and I was like, I'm going all in. And I'm living broke. Like, I was living bare minimum if I could just to get to training, eat, and for, you know, I spent a year and a half just trying to do that. It paid off, so here I am now. So what's the normal, like, diet and training schedule to get you into a fight? Like, Um, what's your prep? Everyone's different. I like to get five weeks at least. Five weeks is enough for me to cut the 20 23 pounds get till fight day how much do you weigh now i'm about 204 waking up in the morning so what's your what's your weight your middle weight right yeah what does that mean 185 so i gotta be on scale at 185 186 at the most um because we get a one pound leeway what we get a one pound you have to weigh that exact amount yeah what the fuck yeah that's crazy yeah, you got to be on a scale at 85 the day before the fight. So what's the middleweight class, though? Is it, it's not a range? It's just 185? Nope, 185, and then whatever you hop into the cage the next day is kind of whatever's. So, like, I've got a couple fights where I was, I weighed in about 84.8, and I walked into the cage the next day probably roughly about 203, 202. So wow. I put on 15, 16 pounds. <laughs> overnight you know <laughs> after hydrating a lot of guys are like that though so you have a fight in five weeks from now so you're gonna get lose 20 pounds yes right, what are you doing to do that um so for me <laughs> quick diet tips guys take quick diet tip. <laughs> so i'm actually f- lucky my body is really good about cutting the weight i get maybe 2500 calories a day roughly and that's enough for me to be still kind of in a deficit because i train so much right so as long as I'm in that deficit, I'm still losing half a pound, a pound, you know, every two, three days. Are um, you working out twice a day or once a day or? Um, I get at least four sessions a day. So I'm probably. Four the, sessions? Yes. Jesus Christ. So I'm getting my strength and conditioning in the morning, which is about two hours. And then I'll do pro practice another hour and a half, close to two hours. And then I'll do another, another extra session for another hour and a half almost two hours and then if i'm feeling up for it i'll get one more in if i feel good and then after your fight you just get fat 
Yeah. 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 I just like to get fat after my fights. A lot of people are like, nah, you got to stay in shape and get back in the gym right away. Nah. I'm taking two weeks. I'm eating everything I created for six weeks. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> what age do people fight to? Like, what's the, the cap out here? Um... Is it as, as long as you take care of your body and you live a healthy lifestyle? It's becoming that, like any sport, uh, you take care of your body. Everyone's kind of, seems like sport longevity is getting, it's it's a lot longer. Like you got guys that are playing football well into their 40s, playing basketball well into their 40s. But for fighters, it's really taxing on the body. Like I'm pretty beat up already from football and right. I'm one of those people that kind of need to stretch already getting out of bed. Like. 25 years old like wow that shouldn't even be a thing but um that was going to be one of my questions if you like what the long-term effects are and if it's yeah. related like if it's real if it's kind of like football because i know they get the cte from getting getting punched hit, yeah getting but like you're area. getting fucking punched in the head so is it the same type of disability or a fucking yeah i would consider it <laughs> a disability can like you get you... the same things from doing what you're doing yeah is there a, the like a rule that you can't punch in the head or something or um, you can't hit anything behind the ear to the opposite ear. Okay. And uh, on the crown of the head, nothing on the crown of the head. Okay. So, kind of <laughs> so protect the soft the spots. The back of your head is safe. <laughs> yeah, back of your head is safe. The, the temples are open. Yeah, open. Open game. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, we can throw elbows to people's face, oh. and it's fair game. You know, you can obliterate someone's eyes and face with elbows in it. What have you felt the most as far as, like, when you wake up in the morning, you have to stretch what hurts the most? My shoulder and my back, I've been dealing with some shoulder problems that's from just hitting and taking, I, I've dislocated my shoulder probably a dozen times from football, so I'm paying for it a little extra now, Okay. hitting the bag and, you know, just that, all that impact from punching and stuff. Um, my back, too. My back is pretty bad. Like, you need the Thai people to walk on your back. Yeah. They're the best, the man. Thai ladies stepping on my back would be great. I wish I had one on, like, just on... Speed I'll give you my girl Noi. Noi? <laughs> She's at Bangkok Thai Spa. <laughs> it's not a happy ending, is it? <laughs> it's not. Not. I mean, she hasn't tried with me. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Wait. I felt like I had some Asians to almost try though. <laughs> they're like, oh, dragon, and then they're like, I'm like, all right, like you're on my ass a little, like too in there. <laughs> do you have like a specific thing you do besides stretching? Like, do you take CBD? Do you... Um, I do not take CBD. Okay. Uh, one, because it's too damn expensive to buy them. Um, two, I kind of just... Have you ever tried it, though, to for your pain? I have. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really tried anything that really works. I don't know if it's a placebo thing, because I don't even believe medicine works, so I don't take medicine. <laughs> um, oh, you don't take any medicine? No. You're one of those, you're like, if I have a headache, I'm going to ride it out. Good I'm popping them Advil, man. Drink, drink some water and take, take a nap. <laughs> like, sleep it off because we're good. Well, that's that's the whole kind of purpose of the plants over pills thing that's going on now that uh -huh. everyone's kind of awakening to because everybody takes pills for everything. Yeah. And like, they, they do nothing positive for your body. No. So people are now like finding out that THC and CBD, even like I give my mom CBD. That's how uh -huh. she goes to sleep. She takes gummies. She doesn't like weeds. She doesn't want to get high. Yeah. She's over that. So now she's like, I just want something that's going to like make me uh -huh. feel better and make me be able to sleep. I've taken um, some CBD for sleep over the last maybe two months or so. It's been really helping. 
out waking up. And right. Like, I'm like, Do you wake up feeling good though or groggy? groggy. I'm groggy. Yeah. But I'd be popping. I'd be popping. I'm like, candy. <laughs> says take. Says take two. I'm like, here's four. <laughs> I'm like, hungry. <laughs> yeah. It just tastes good. You know, strawberry cube. I know. Lemons. That's why I hate when they make like the edibles and they're like one thing and it's it tastes yeah. so good and I'm like I want to eat more but I can't because I can't handle it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Do they drug test in? They MMA. do. So with the UFC, they're actually with USADA. So they're the same company that tests the Olympics. And so they're not supposed to really have any weed. I just I just try to stay clean. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I need is to win a fight and be like, hey, uh, you test positive. Oh, son of a little. Have you ever taken steroids? I took anabolic steroids when I was a senior in high school. Um, What's the anabolic mean? To be quite honest, I can't give you the real actual definition of it. <laughs> it just sounded you're like I've heard the name. It's steroid. I've heard it, but I didn't know if it was like separate, like if it's not a needle. It, or no, it's not a needle. It was a cycle of pills, which is bad for you, especially because your liver got to break it down. That's how you get liver, like your liver gets. Did you lose up. weight really quick? I actually no. Gained so it? I gained. I went. I got big. In Hawaii. It's kind of a normal thing for, like our uncles and our coaches be like, hey, like. Take, take this, take this, so you can get bigger. Like, I remember being offered to take D-balls when I was in, like, sixth grade. They didn't care. They just wanted to win football games. And so it's normal. Like, a lot of the people I, were fr- I was friends with in high school, they were taking, they were, they were like this. I'm over here like, yo, why are you guys getting so big over somewhere? Like, who, who's giving you good stuff, you know? And I was always scared. But when I was a senior, my uncle was like, he's all into lifting. And he's like, here, I got to take this, take a cycle of this. Because I kind of peaked out. So... I was stuck at 165, 170 pounds, and I was 5'11", and I was like, I need to get bigger for college football, and so I took a cycle of that, and I I blew up, so I went probably to, from 170, probably to about 210, 215 Jesus. in that one cycle, and I was just killing weight cycle? a month. What? Yeah. It was oh, just, my God. It was like two, three pills every day for a month. Wow. And... I, I'd never do it again because, like, my nipples got very sensitive. <laughs> I still, and then in, in Hawaii, we call them, I don't know if every, what everybody else calls them. They call them, like, cone nipples. Like, you ever see people when they got, like, their areolas is, like, really cone-looking and they got a nipple on there? It's, it's like, Cone nipples? Yeah, they look like little cones on your on your chest or your Do you breast. mean, like, long nipples or do nah, you, you mean like they're a like cone a cone shit okay. they look like what is that candy that they give out on halloween um <laughs> candy corn the candy corn it looks like candy corn on your on your chest but it's candy your, corn it's nipples your, so when i was on it i was like oh man my, my my nipples are sensitive it hurt like i didn't like it i started getting like a little ball in there and i was like i don't like this stuff i don't want to do it anymore i was like and then, and then i was like it's like man they give me bitch tits like, <laughs> So after I took that cycle, I mean, granted I got big, but it took like maybe three or four months roughly for them to finally settle down and not look like bitch tits and not be sensitive. Did so. you have roid rage? I did. I I did. It was really bad. What does unanimous day. decision mean? You, unanimous is just a nice word for you, you basically beat the shit out of the other guy. He didn't win a round. Like you just beat him up the whole fight. Sure so if... Yeah. If that happens every time, they're going to say unanimous decision. Yes. So it's never going to be like another decision. It's just it would unanimous. Be, the only other one is split decision. Okay. What's that? And a split decision would be like a real close fight. So like a three round fight would be like, I won the first round. The other guy won the one round. And then 
third round kind of goes to whoever won that so it'd be like two to one kind of telling you like you just lost that last round <laughs> yeah basically yeah i never want to lose a split decision you're like this yes i'm gonna win oh no never mind is there anybody that you look up to in like your industry that you haven't met or that you've met that's kind of like a role model for you two of my really close friends that's really been there for me my whole career amateur and pro brad tavares he's a middleweight in the ufc he was one of my brother's good friends and we started out i started out at the same gym that he was at at uh, mixed martial arts development back in hawaii he kind of was the one that almost laid my foundation for me when i moved up here and kind of pushed me to be more he was always like oh i need you to be on your shit like so i could use you as a training partner i need you to push me and stuff and it was kind of one of those things where I wanted to be a good training partner for him. Uriah Hall, he's also a middleweight in the UFC as well. And he's always been kind of that little extra push as well. He kind of always was like, hey, what are you doing? Like, let's go train right now. I'd be like, wait, what? It's seven o'clock at night. Like, we're not doing anything anymore. Like, no, let's just go get after it. <laughs> so he's always inviting me in, into his sessions as well. So, which I appreciate, you know, Can somebody wants me to be around and work out and push them. So... He's always been there for me and he's always been at all my fights. He's drove out to all my fights and was like, oh, I just want to come and watch it. And nice. in my last fight, he showed up and he's like, bro, you make me drive nine hours for you to fight for a minute and 45 <laughs> seconds. Like, he's like, can you? Like, he's like, him along a little bit. Yeah, tag him along a little bit. I was like, well, what if I lose? Then you drove out for nothing. And he's, nice. Yeah. Touche. Yes. What's your favorite workout to do? as far as for your training strength and conditioning is probably one of my favorite things about being a fighter like i get to test myself on the weights and what i could do with my conditioning wise like being able to push myself to where i'm like ready to pass out mm -hmm. i kind of love that feeling like going to that dark place and you're like redlining and you're like Fuck, i'm fucking drop dead but i kind of like that yeah. you're dating an mma fighter as well correct yes okay so is it like crazy to date somebody that's in the same line as you or is it easier because you guys are on the same schedule she's in the ufc so it's hard and it's easy at the same time in a normal relationship everyone thinks oh it's 50 50 you know like or you meet each other halfway and you get you get your attention i get my attention whatever it is and in this sport when we have fights coming up like we gotta know when the attention is 100 percent to them or vice versa not everyone understands the fight game outside of fighting so dating another fighter really makes it a lot easier because like they can understand when you're hitting that very shitty day when your mm -hmm. training sessions all suck your body's beat and they know how to kind of just be like okay like either i give you a little bit of space or just be there help you relax right you know? and most people would be like oh why why aren't you giving me attention why mm -hmm. is your energy flat or right. you know whatever it is and, and it goes for both mm -hmm. male and female you know um, what if you have the same like, are your fights always away from each other, or are they, like... Oh, we think about it as, like, oh, we don't want to get in the way of each other's fights, especially if we're going to be a part of it. Like, if I'm going to travel, you don't want to get in the way of, oh, I got to fight next week, because then you take away from him or her that's got that fight first, right? So, I would never... I was trying not to book anything when she had something, or okay. vice versa. And But she got hurt, and I ended up taking a fight a week later, and it worked out perfect, but... It's just kind of that balance, you know, like when I'm fighting, I'm expecting all my energy for me 
and vice so versa. So can you not have sex before your fight? Does that take your energy out? Like, do you guys have a nah, rule about that? No, I'm not against that, that stuff. No, I'm okay. not against that stuff. <laughs> I actually watched, you ever watched that show Sports Science? No. Like, Derek Jeter was on it where he was with his wife. They had him had sex with his wife for like the day before his game. Right. And then they tested his testosterone levels and his performance levels on a bunch of workouts. And then they had him play the game the next day and the, he came back and did his test results again, did the whole test all over again. And then he did it the following week before a game, didn't have sex and then played the game. And his actual test results was better the week before when he did have sex as opposed to not so that's all invalid so i'm <laughs> i'm not against it like, nutting to victories guys yeah. do you have a favorite sex position then since you guys are both fighters are you guys like all in like pretzels and shit no that's <laughs> extravagant we're always so we're probably always all sore so it's like it's as simple as it gets you know? as long as we're satisfied no you know? i didn't know if you're putting her like a double under headlock <laughs> What? That's interesting. Did your wrestler friend show you that? <laughs> Why do you think I was with him so <laughs> Double headlock. Would he put you in a full Nelson? Do you have to wear a cup when you're <laughs> fighting? Yes, you have to wear a cup when okay. you're fighting. I think it was my second fight I got kicked in the dick. But it always happens at practice. It's always at sparring when we're with the boys and we're cracking each other and take a nice kick to the nuts that's probably one of the most painful things ever so my buddy brad i was telling you about earlier he he's probably one of the hardest kickers i've ever really moved around with and got to spar with and he kicked me once and a dick cracked my cracked my cup and my balls were blue for a couple days what yeah like it hurt damn to, it, brad yeah it hurt to pee it was like <laughs> man that's, <laughs> and blue balls. Yeah. do you ever like give your family or friends or anybody like defensive advice like what's the easiest move that people can do if they're trying to do self-defense kick them in the dick that's it that's straight it. up yep okay. <laughs> i have to always tell my cousins they're like oh you gotta show me moves like my girl cousin because I'm, right. I'm in a real female dominant family okay and so like they're always like oh show me how for punch and kick you know like bro if someone comes up on you straight up kick them in the dick <laughs> that's the like, easiest route yeah like, yeah or i mean crack them in the throat under that you can do that but yeah. Straight to the dick, you're good. You can bounce, you know. My dad said that kick him in the dick, then yeah. punch him in the throat, and then hit him in the eyes. You just gouge his eyes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the third one's a little excessive. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure they're on the ground after a good clean crack to the nuts. Well, you know? they might deserve it, <laughs> yeah. depending on why I kicked him in the dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess fair enough. What's your favorite knockout move? Do you have a like a go-to? My go-to. I like to call it claiming bodies. <laughs> Sound like a hoe. <laughs> oh, not that I think about it. I'm not saying that no more. That sounds very bad. Claiming bodies. It's like a trophy case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're still 25. It counts for like a few more years. In your 30s, you can't, you can't be claiming bodies claiming anymore. Bodies. Yeah, so... <laughs> I like getting people in a body. It's just... Like some kind so you're of you're not even aiming for the face. Yeah, I, just, I like I don't mind. I like knocking people out, but it's one th when you hit somebody in the body and you hit them clean and you f you can feel that whole impact of like your punch or your kick going all the way through their sternum or their rib cage, and you can <laughs> like you can almost feel and hear their like 
the whole exhale of their oxygen just leave their body. Like when you get the air taken out it's of like, you. And you're, <laughs> nothing's left. And I think about it like, it reminds me of, like, it's like taking someone's soul, you know? Like, so I just took the soul out of you, like, and your soul pops out of your mouth or something. Something like from a cartoon, but yeah, I like that. That's my That should that's be your nickname. The, the soul, soul taker. The soul taker. Do you have anything that you're pending or you're just waiting for things to start again? You said August, yeah, September, right? This will be August, September, so <clears throat> I'm just trying not to lose my mind and keep myself sane until then. Because it's just kind of up in the air. I hate the feeling of feeling stagnant. You mm-hmm. know, like I feel very stagnant right now. We're going to be looking for you in the upcoming 2021 Hopefully to put a show on for everybody. Yeah. Coming back with vengeance. (laughs) I still have a sour taste in my mouth from December 19th. Why? What happened? I took my first loss. Oh, your first loss was the last fight you did? Yeah, it was my last fight. Damn. In front of my hometown. (sighs) It brought me back home to Hawaii, fight in front of my home home crowd. Mm -hmm. I took an L. It was fucking ridiculous. Was he more experienced than you? The fighter? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was a black belt. No excuses. He was a better fighter that night. Who Who's this uh, hat label? My cousin's brand back home. It's uh, The Firm. I'm trying to start something of my own. Start my own clothing line. Um, nothing crazy. Just a little support stuff. And maybe eventually get onto the bigger scene with everybody's like casual clothes, streetwear. And then I'm going to actually take over the overachievers. I like it. Overachievers kind of fits me. We can't take any L's. This is we've nah, taken no too more. many in no 2020. More. You know, yeah. there's just too much going on, so you have no option. Nope, no more. You gotta, you gotta go in there thinking <laughs> some dark this shit. This is for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, guys. Peace out.